1: Visit hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday. Like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go-To with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in store for details.
0: What the heck is going on here? CD- a shot.
2: Cupcake, I'm going
1: sleep with some senior citizen. This asshole was completely shellacked. Happy holidays! What's up, dude? What's going on? Uh, chicken parms, what's going on? I just ate a delicious plate of chicken parm.
2: A sandwich <laughs> or a plate?
1: No, just a dinner, chicken parm dinner. That sounds delicious. It was very good. I'm I'm uh, I'm filled to the to the gills over here.
2: I'm still eating Thanksgiving leftovers. I so just fixed myself a plate oh.
1: before worked for that. Oh yeah, I we we went through ours fairly fast. I guess we're we're done with it. I'm I'm only good for about two days on the leftovers.
2: I've been going every day, man. i got got uh, maybe one or two more days of leftovers. We'll see.
1: How many meals, though, a day are we talking? Just one?
2: Uh, one and a half, at least. Sometimes two. I, I just I, I snack on different side dishes. You know, I pass by the fridge. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a little, little piece of that.
1: Yeah. I'm a little piece of that ass. Yeah. Piece of that turkey ass. Yeah, so we did chicken parm, it was delicious. Um I just did, you have, did you have bread with that? Nope. Uh, we just oh. did we just did like a Italian vegetable blend, I guess. Or I think it's a Normandy blend. Which I believe is broccoli, cauliflower, um, zucchini, yellow squash, and carrots.
2: Are you talking about for the crumbs?
1: No, just for a side dish.
2: Oh, I gotcha. Okay.
1: It was breaded with just the, your traditional uh, bread crumb. And then topped with Comfort. this... Yeah, and then topped with the sauce and the cheese, of course.
2: Yeah, I, I'm exposed without Jay here to, cover, to give some... Good insight on the uh, on, on the food. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a breadcrumbs, right? Yeah, oh, s- nope, that's a side dish, you dumbass.
1: You said something about a compote.
2: Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm at the point <laughs> of, of my food conversation where I'm
1: just throwing random terms out there, see what catches. Yeah, a Food Network term or two. Yeah, uh, you know who did get caught, Jeff, and I'd like to say rest in peace to uh, Nate Robinson, formerly of the Chicago Bulls. Did you see this? No. He's not dead. So I figured you knew what I was talking about, that's why I started it that way, but he's he's alive and well. Okay. But he uh he got his asshole just completely shellacked, spread and torn, ripped to shreds, uh, on the fight card. The uh Mike Tyson fight that happened on Saturday. Oh.
2: He was on the uh lower part of that card?
1: Yeah, it was for some reason it was uh Nate Robinson versus uh, Jake Jake Paul, I believe. I know that's old. I'm not sure on that last name, but he he's like a YouTube guy, like a like a YouTuber, which I don't even I'm too old to even explain that. Nope. But he's 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 like a he's a YouTube guy that has a lot of followers and yeah the man the man just got his asshole completely turned to hamburger meat.
2: Was this a boxing match or like a UFC? Boxing. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was the it was the Mike Tyson versus. Uh, oh, I don't even remember who he fought, but anyway. Bones was, Jones. What was it?
2: Bones Jones, wasn't it?
1: No, Bones Jones would have destroyed his ass. Bones Jones is like a younger guy; he's still in his prime. No, this is another this is another old guy. Oh shit. Well actually well, I don't I co coworker told me it's some Jones. I just figured it's it It is Jones. Jones. It's like uh, Roy Jones mate, Roy Jones Jr.
2: That that's it. What once again <laughs> my coworker told me that I just threw out a random term hoping it was
1: going to catch. Oh yeah, Bones Jones. Yeah, but, yeah, Bones Jones, huh? Uh and I should take that back cuz Bones Jones is a uh, UFC guy, so I don't know how well that translates. Uh, yeah. So he might Mike Tyson might be able to beat him up, but I don't know. That's a pretty bad motherfucker, Bones Jones, in yeah. in and out of the ring. He's inexcusable. He's a deplor- deplorable individual. he he's, he's a he's a tough cookie. <laughs> yeah, he, he really is. Uh, but no, rest in peace to Nate Robinson. I mean, he took a hard L. He was getting drugged, just completely buried on the internet. Man, I woke up the next morning. I didn't even know he was on the card. And that's all you saw on the internet for 24 hours. Just buried him. Jesus. Because he took, like, a a really bad knockout, you know? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. And I don't want to see a woozy pit bull. Yeah, and then a bunch of other NBA guys were like... If they weren't roasting him, they were like, oh, We're coming for you, Jake Paul. Like, a bunch of other people wanted fights. and It's like, I'm sure you'll, he'll get them. Because, I mean apparently this guy wants to make some money
2: yeah
1: just a big old cash cow oh yeah it was, the whole night was a cash grab but whatever get, get your money man I don't give a fuck
2: I don't know I, I never get rattled by the uh, UFC or boxing pay-per-views I, I like the fake shit it just delivers much better theater
1: well, and, and, like, the problem with, at least from an outsider like you and me, the problem is, you know, we didn't pay, I didn't pay the $50, and I woke up the next morning and saw the best part of the night. Yeah. So, for me, like, that... what's the payoff? You get a uh, two-hour head start on anyone else's story? Yeah. But th- that's, that's somebody talking that's not a fan. Yeah. So that's understood. If you're a boxing fan, I'm sure...
2: I mean, it's kind of like... Well no, because you're not paying for football or anything like that, but it'd be like if you're what if you're paying for football and you know, you see the game and then you go home and you see the same shit for free. Yeah. on the sports city, You're just like, Well, I didn't have to sit in thirty degree weather to see that shit.
1: Yeah. Speaking of awesome. some speaking of somebody else who got completely stretched in a prolapsed butthole that'd be uh the, 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 the entire Chicago Bears I'd say oh god <laughs> what a fucking terrible game I was so excited dude I had a spread going I had wings on the grill <laughs> I had I had little mini sliders going I was so excited and then what do we get Jeff by the, by the beginning of the fourth quarter when I called it it was 41-10 you
2: lasted much longer than I did
1: yeah, well I wanted to call it earlier but then there was a small window where a like window they, they made a big stop and then they got within like 17 I think and then another big stop. And I was like, "Okay, well if they score here, we we're, we're, you know, we probably won't win, but there's a chance." Yeah. But it didn't happen. I think that's when he threw the next interception. And that's when it was over.
2: Say about the Bears hasn't already been said about Afghanistan, Eric.
1: (laughs) That's true. They are bombed out and depleted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just sad. Yeah, I I, I was I was excited too. I mean, I knew it was going to be a bad outcome, but at least I knew I'd started. You know, I got through work without any spoilers, even though uh, I told the old timer Bears fan, I, I said. Don't give me any spoilers he's like i got it in my back pocket <laughs>
1: yeah it's like you old people don't then, understand then he's
2: it he's like i won't spoil anything but you don't want to know what's going oh. on this is at like <laughs> seven o'clock my time This is only half an hour
1: in <laughs> yeah. i'm like well
2: why why did you tell me that why yeah. why are you even doing that he's like david montgomery did have a 58 yard run though that was nice i'm like
1: yeah. That is no consolation for anything. Yeah. It's about time he has a big run. That's a classic old man. I've been guilty of that before, but you got to know that, that that in itself is a spoiler. Yeah. Come on, Grandpa. I don't want to know. Oh, great. Well, yeah. Thank you. So, is it is it like Chicago's a big enough team? Like you, you see Bears fans pretty normally, or that's a rarity that you work with a Bears fan? Uh.
2: Rarer than Packers fans out here. Yeah, I mean, obviously your, your main course is Broncos fans. You get some Chiefs fans, some Raiders fans, and then uh, Packers fans, Patriots fans, and then probably Bears fans. Huh? As far as like prevalence,
1: what I see. What's the connection I,
2: I saw, to the? I saw some extra Bears. And Packers hats But I mean that's every Sunday I, I get pissed off when I look up and see Someone just wearing a Packers hat I'm like You you, you don't know hardship do you You've just been living with this Easy ass walk to the Fucking playoffs every single year You don't know hardship
1: Yeah What's You're the... my age
2: you, you know nothing You've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers your entire life Fuck like I know I'm off the Bears narcotic but that Packers hatred narcotic is a whole different drug, Eric. Yeah. And I am still on that.
1: I mean, it's true. They've always, at least they've always had a quarterback. Uh, So what's the, what's up with the Kansas City fans? Just because, just fair weather?
2: Uh, no, I mean, it's, you know, we're not too far from Kansas City, but I That's think it's true. more or less just they're in the same division as the Broncos, and. You know, the same shit you see in Illinois. Like, why is there a Packers fan in Illinois? Well, it's the same division, and you get tired of rooting for one team, so you go with the the heel. The Raiders. People hate the Raiders fans, and I, I love seeing Raiders fans out here. Yeah. People wearing Randy Moss Raiders jerseys every Sunday at work. It's great.
1: Yeah. Yep, and the Broncos played without a quarterback, I saw, so that was probably interesting. I didn't get to see the game, but he uh, you
2: didn't miss it. did a goddamn thing.
1: Yeah,
2: I I I did a one dollar granny bet on the Broncos to cover the spread, and they they lost miserably. <laughs> of course, <laughs>
1: that's what I get for betting. Of course, I had a terrible week in in fantasy, which is, I know, the most the least least interesting thing I could ever bring up. So we'll we'll just we'll just leave it at that. But I left about a thousand points on the bench. It was one of those weeks. Uh, was it infuriating? But playoffs start next week. Yeah, you, you clinched a bye, Eric. I did,
2: yeah, you clinched
1: nice. So, by, by,
2: by not taking a complete shit this week, you have clinched.
1: Okay, myself,
2: right. not so much. It You're... needs to, a miracle needs to happen.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I hate to see a rookie of the league win, but he's got a great team. I was talking to him, I was like, but be careful. Because I'll tell you, I've had many a season where you go in on top of the hill and you're the king of the hill and you're just destroying everybody. It just takes one game, Jeff.
2: That Brandon guy?
1: Yeah. He's not
2: winning shit. I'm calling that right now.
1: One shitty game is all it takes.
2: He is not winning
1: this league. It can be anybody, dude. That's why I told Samantha. She was feeling down. I was like, no. The playoffs are a whole other ball game. Yeah. It's, it's, It's really luck from here. I mean, you still strategize, you play the best you can, but it's fucking luck from here. You could have a shitty week and be out in a second. Or you could come from nowhere and win the motherfucker. Yep. So
2: The milkman, resident <laughs> movie expert, Milkman Burton, who knows absolutely nothing about football, has won two years in a row on that very aspect. And then I made the playoffs larger this year, went from eight teams to 12 teams. So it's anyone's ballgame.
1: It really is. So that would be interesting. But yeah, that's... <laughs> That's the Sports Minute.
2: That's the Sports Minute.
1: couple people. I'll, I'll have a Bulls
2: update next week. I didn't prepare one, but there are some, there's some Bulls news. And basketball's coming up quickly.
1: Yeah, I saw a couple of... Uh, a couple deals made. Yeah. When is deals. When is basketball?
2: Uh, I believe it starts on Crim- Crimbus Day.
1: Holy shit.
2: Pre- preseason starts mid-December.
1: Man, them boys didn't get much rest. The Bulls did. Yeah, the Bulls did. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Are are they coming back to a a full uh, quarantine, or you don't know yet? Full bubble? I haven't looked
2: into those details, but from what I've heard, it sounds like they're just doing the same shit that other sports leagues are doing now. No bubble. Just like, well, we'll risk it. (laughs) Fuck it.
1: We need money. For sure. It would, on the other side of the coin, it would be extremely hard to talk guys into a bubble that's that long. That's a long-ass bubble.
2: That's a long-ass bubble. And I think it'd be, the ideas they were talking about were like three different bubbles. And not quite as strict. Like, not a a lockdown, Uso penitentiary style (laughs) bubble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We should talk about the Uso Penitentiary Jeff Oh man
2: Smackdown Are are we talking
1: about Smackdown here We can do Raw first We already did a uh, We already did the Survivor Series recap On the Thanksgiving show right
2: No That was the day of Survivor Series Are you sure Sure, like we were do- No, we were doing our predictions last show. We uh, had Jay on, and I want to keep Jay for the predictions, but we didn't.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Um,
2: uh, I got nothing to say about Survivor Series besides Taker. Really, I mean.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's been too far to talk about Survivor Series, but yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. So my my I texted Jeff my what I saw. And I I haven't really been on the IWC, so I don't know if anybody else felt this way. Cause I've just been we've been looking for a car, I fucking hit a deer, I told you about the deer. Yeah. And uh so we've been pretty busy, so I don't know what the IWC had to say. But to me it was like they retired the character specifically. Like they made that a specific point to retire the phenom not necessarily the Undertaker. That's what, it, that's what it looked like to me. So we we were thinking maybe he's, you know, he's, he's an old school guy. He likes the kayfabe only. At least, you know, that used to be a big deal, but it seems like it's still a big deal to him. So I think he wants to venture out in WWE and do other stuff, like if he wants to be on a kickoff show or if he wants to work at the performance center, teach, or if he wants to, you know, whatever he wants to do. It doesn't make much sense if he's still the Undertaker The Phenom Yeah. You know what I mean So I kind of think like that's where it was headed So I don't think I don't think we're done seeing the Undertaker But I think we are done seeing the Phenom Maybe You know, it's fucking Undertaker, you never know But I still don't know What that means for the match I don't know if there'll be another match or not I couldn't, they, they left it real open So they probably don't know either
2: they played their cards the same way they've been playing their cards for the last 10 years when it came to farewells for The Undertaker, in my opinion. Yep. They brought out the parade of old timers. <laughs> they brought out Vince McMahon. They hyped it up. The Undertaker! The <laughs> Undertaker! Vince definitely had a fresh die in. Oh yeah. Like, Vince, where's your wrinkly
0: gray ass?
2: Yeah, You're you, looking like Vince from 1998 right now.
1: Yeah, he looked like a ventriloquist dummy.
2: He really did. Where's <laughs> the rosy cheeks at?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, Um. like what I was saying to Eric was it felt more like just a celebration of the 30th uh, anniversary of The Undertaker. Like, I don't think Taker has any intention on having his last be in the WWE being in a Thunderdome. When they didn't even have, like the the the, the fans weren't even in the Thunderdome when the when Taker was out, was were they? I don't know. I know they were there for like you had him on the screen for the entrance, but then I thought it just went to like all like Taker themed uh, artwork and whatnot on the uh, on the boards that usually contain the fans. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. See, I don't know because I like when he did his and and his speech was so short
2: so short. There was nothing definitive about it besides the only quote that was definitive was it's time for the undertaker to rest in peace.
1: Yeah. That's what kind of made me feel like all right, maybe we're just not seeing the whole the phenom anymore. But yeah, I don't know. But but when he was making that speech, it was dark, wasn't it? Like it wasn't fully lit.
2: No. That's what I'm saying. It, so, I don't like, know. It definitely didn't have the brightness from the fans there. If anything, it just had, like, purple artwork.
1: I did think the uh, Paul Bearer um, hologram was pretty pretty sweet. He just popped in real quick when the Undertaker was doing his thing. He was like,
0: oh, yeah!
1: Yeah, that, that's so, the one quote they still
2: use from Paul Bear. Yeah. Oh, yes!
1: yeah. Yeah. Did You watch, can't
2: understand a fucking word he's saying half the time. Like, what What did he just scream?
1: Yeah. Did you watch the documentary on him on the network? No. It's good. It's not going to be the best thing you've ever seen, but it's 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 worth a watch for sure. He's a cool dude.
2: Yeah, I assume, as with all things in the network, it gives you a peek behind kayfabe, but still keeps it kayfabe.
1: Yeah, kinda. It, yeah. J- it just shows more of the... It shows a lot of his days as uh, Percy Pringle... Which I didn't know a whole lot oh. about that.
2: What a what a wacky ass name! Yeah, Percy <laughs> Pringle. Percy
1: Pringle. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. I uh, I was thinking like, if if it's his if the boneyard match really was his last match, I think I'd be able to live with that. But yeah. to your point, the send off in an empty arena—I don't know about that. No like if he's too
2: especially when they, they they detached Vince McMahon from his presence they detached all the alumni from his presence it was just like they they brought out the alumni and then they gave you the video package and all of a sudden the alumni is not there anymore you're like why'd you even bring him out yeah. it seems like more of a parade to just reminisce than
1: yeah that's a tough one because it's like what what do they really do I mean, they shouldn't be in the ring while he's giving his farewell. And there They wouldn't go lumberjack style. They could have. Were they? No. No? No. And uh, they could have said some words about him, but we, we weren't given that much time.
2: They brought uh, out a lot of people that I didn't recognize.
1: Yeah, there's... I mean, a, the, here's a list of
2: people in attendance there. Again, order of appearance. Shane McMahon, Big Show. JBL, Jeff Hardy, Mick Foley, Godfather, The Godwins, that's the first one I didn't recognize, Savio Vega, Rikishi, Kevin Nash, Booker T, Shawn Michaels, HBK, The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, Triple H, and the Brother of Destruction, Glenn Kane. Jacobs, better known as Kane.
1: Yeah, see, the ones I didn't know, and this is just my ignorance, like, I know they, they need to be there, is The Godwins and uh and uh Savio Vega like I've heard of their names but I'm just not familiar with them
2: I was gonna say, is that just before our time. I guess like so. In the I, early 90s maybe.
1: I know that I know that it's not stupid they were there because I heard I think it was on Peter Rosenberg's podcast. He was talking about how, you know, they need to be there. So he predicted that one. But yeah, I think that stuff's just before us. Okay. But yeah, it was it was weird. I, did, I when it ended, I didn't know really how to feel. I was like, I don't know.
2: I th- I think he'll be back. Yeah. Maybe not for a match. Maybe for a match. I don't know. It's a big old question mark, but I I I I'm, I'm betting money that he'll be back in some form or another. Yeah. This isn't a ride off into the sunset.
1: No, the only thing you- is... The only thing he said so far afterwards is that he wanted. He said he did want to teach. Like he wants to work at the performance center.
2: I got a quick image of him teaching in the classroom with an yeah. apple on his desk. Yeah.
1: And then you and then you flip them upside down, and then you hold them high and tight. High yeah. and tight. Okay. You don't want to break their necks, but you hold them high and tight, and then you just drop them down. He's explaining the tombstone to like a third grade class. Yeah, they're like, what? "What? Okay, now try it on your neighbor." Yeah, go home and try it in the backyard. Go ahead. No, don't do it on the concrete. There, get up on the desk. You want to use the the desk as a as a. It actually protects protects the guy you're tombstoning. <laughs> uh. Uh. Yeah, that's about
2: it from Survivor Series. My well, only other complaints were with the actual matches themselves, but I mean the Survivor Series matches themselves. I didn't like what they did with either of them.
1: Really I found the uh men's one entertaining actually.
2: It had the spots of a classic Survivor Series match, like uh oh, we're getting the two hosses versus each other, like it had like Keith Lee mm-hmm. versus uh who oh. wasn't on the raw end. Otis. Yeah. Or, I mean, on the SmackDown end, yeah, Otis and Keith Lee—they have the hosses going at it. But then it just went clean sweep. I'm like, well, I don't know how I feel about that. That just thats not realistic. And then, then the women's—I mean, I—I I could tell you why I hate the women's, but you already know.
1: Tell me why you hated the women's.
2: They used the entire thing for nothing but a ruse to give Lana the spotlight once again. In the same way they did this, uh, you know, they've been doing this for years. Like, Lana's won money in the bank. Or, or was it Carmella? I don't know. Carmella. With- they, they, they've been doing this out of nowhere. Hey, let's give it to the dopey one. Let's give it to the one with no talent. And yeah. all the
1: looks. And
2: how are we going to do that? I don't know. Just have him standing there at the end.
1: Yeah, I hear you. It's annoying. It,
2: just, it didn't do it for me. Like, first off, a double count out should not exist in a Survivor Series elimination match. Yeah. I'm tired of that ruse. Yeah. It's, just, it's disrespectful to the integrity of the Survivor Series elimination match that we talk shit about every year. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it used to be fun, dude. I told you I watched 1990 and... Like, I, I had fun the entire... Like, I watched the whole thing, and every match was awesome. Yeah. And, I, and I knew nothing. I had no build at all. They just did a good job of selling it. Yeah. Like, the announcers and everything. Speaking of the announcers, Trico and, uh... Tirico and, uh... What was the other Dungey. one? Oh, Tirico. Dungey. Tirico and Dungey on the call during the Bears game. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Could there be any more pro Packer in the first quarter?
1: Yeah, and then Dungy started treating the Bears like uh I don't even know how to say this without being offensive. Like he was like, "Oh, that was that was promising." Like and, uh, Mitch, that's a nice pass. It's down like forty-one ten. He's like, "Good, you know that's a that's a nice pass by Mitch Trubisky. He's doing a good job out there. Good for you, Mitch." Like it's like no, yeah, they're, like they're profe- do, uh, yeah, they're professionals, dude. It was like he was, it was like he was calling a a middle school basketball game.
2: Like no, cheering yeah, on JFL.
1: Yeah, there's no pity here. They suck. You don't have to hide it. These are professionals. This is what they get paid to do.
2: Yeah, you you were just clowning <laughs> on the entire first half. So. Yeah.
1: But anyway. I don't know. I don't want to hear any of it. No. Um. Let's see. So, Raw after Survivor Series.
2: Yeah, we had a uh, we got a new tournament.
1: Oh yes. We didn't
2: call it a tournament, but we got a tournament, Eric. Yep. Number one contendership.
1: Old, uh, what's his name? Adam Pierce, the the guy in charge. Yep. He came out. Uh, oh yeah, Braun! That was awesome. So he comes out to like announce this. You know, they they need to just dec- like great job team, and now we need to decide who's the number one contender. And Braun exactly. Braun was like a fucking he was like a gorilla, like a straight ape. Yeah. He just took him just took him by the collar and was like shaking him. And he's like he's like, Do you understand? Give me the shot now! Like, he's like, just give it to me! Give it to me! Yeah. It was insane. It was like a, it was in, it was a giant mongoloid just demanding Pierce things.
2: Pierce said, last but not least and Braun had a, a emotional breakdown. What do you mean, last but not least? Pierce, it's an expression. Yeah, he's like. He just, don't... he shakes him down straight up.
1: I can't then believe. Then
2: headbutts him to high hell.
1: I can't believe that that's all they could come up with. Like, all right, we need to get Braun mad at Adam Pierce. How are we going to do this? Well, have Adam Pierce say that he's last but not least. That should make him mad. It's not offensive. I no. thought it's more like a compliment. Last but certainly not least.
2: Yeah, but uh, Pierce, Pierce is uh, he said Braun was removed from the building, and it was up to him. Pierce to be fired we never see his ass again I said wow that that is the strongest opinion you have said to date Pierce yeah Uh, that I mean I don't know if this could be a potential no because Pierce works Smackdown too doesn't he or is he strictly Raw boy now
1: I only see him on Raw
2: okay I mean maybe this is a potential move of Braun to Smackdown
1: I'm getting a stupid feedback here. It's really pissing me off.
2: A little feedback loop?
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know how to fix it. It's usually when my phone's plugged in, but it's not plugged in, so I don't know why it's doing it. We need an audio guy out here. Yeah, we need to get producer. I'm in pod U, but Jeff, it's just... I mean, what am I learning there? I don't know. Not much. More than I know. Yeah
2: step above me at least you're running the podcast
1: <laughs> yeah so Braun Strowman headbutts Adam Pearson gets his ass suspended I don't know if they did that on Raw or not but if you didn't know uh, they posted on social that Braun is suspended happy holidays yep Seth
2: might as well be suspended I see he's at home with happy holidays yep
1: Oh yeah, they did well let's finish this. So so is that how it ends? And then and then later we learn that there's a, a six man tournament?
2: So yeah, like all five of the raw tag raw men survivor series team are like saying, Hey, I want a shot at the title. Then Braun has that psycho uh little offshoot and attacks Pierce. Then later, uh, they get an interview with Pierce when he comes outside of the um, the the doctor's locker room, and uh, Lashley interrupts this. He's like, "Hey, before you uh, make a decision on who's who's going to be the number one contender, let me talk to you." Then Orton pops in for uh, uh, five minutes later when we're checking back in with Pierce, and like Orton, Orton's basically just like, "No, same thing." I need to talk to you before you make any decision. Then Pierce comes back out for the third time. He's like, okay, what we're gonna have here. He didn't, he didn't like I say, he didn't call it a tournament, but he's like, we're gonna have a series of three matches tonight one on one matches. The winners of those matches will face off in a triple threat next Monday on Raw to determine the number one contender. I'm like, why don't you just call it a fucking tournament, dude? Yeah. Also, when he said that, he accidentally said Drew McInfart instead of McIntyre. I don't know how you make that mistake, but he did.
1: He said Drew McIntyre. Drew
2: McIntyre.
1: You kidding me?
2: No, go back and watch it.
1: They probably edited when he's it. He's getting
2: interviewed. He's like, and the winner will face Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre for the
1: <laughs> what? world
2: championship.
1: Dude, did you get like they probably edited it? Did you get it on on video? I might
2: have deleted it by now. Let me see if I still got it.
1: Drew Mack and Fart.
2: Drew Mack. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Drew Mack and
2: Fart. Son of a bitch, it's already deleted.
1: Oh, well, I'll check it. Um, So, yeah. So, we had the first round of those matches.
2: Yep, first round. First match was uh, Riddle versus Sheamus. It's a good match.
1: Great match. Uh, Let me ask you this. How do you feel about uh, Matt Riddle? Or... Well, yeah, we're sticking with Matt Riddle. Too big for his riches. Fuck Vince McMahon's fucking Cher bullshit. Matt Riddle. Yeah,
2: when did it change to Riddle?
1: JR says that... uh, I think I've mentioned this, but just to recap. JR says that Vince likes one-word names. After Cher... The success of Cher inspired him. So... Uh, I
2: guess... (laughs) That's, I, I, I mean, see where he's come from with Sharon Prince, but I mean those are
1: artists, yeah, and I mean, wrestlers. It's not the dumbest thing you've ever heard, but it's not a rule that you want to apply to every single talent. Like, yeah, not, I not, mean, not, just take
2: for instance, what if, what if all of a sudden in 1999 Stone Cold came out? And he's like, no, it's Austin now. Yeah. Austin's out here kicking ass. Yeah, Austin. No more Stone Cold. It's just Austin. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing That's is, not like,
2: even Steve, just Austin.
1: The thing is, it just happens naturally. Like you, you call him Matt Riddle, and then naturally, the commentary is going to just call him Riddle in tight spots. Yeah, like it's fine. You don't have to. You don't have
2: to make it official.
1: I don't get it. Anyway, you said too t- too big for his britches.
2: In my opinion, yeah, he's 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 definitely not mid to upper card on Raw. In my opinion, I think I mean, I, he's an up and comer.
1: But yeah, I think. I I didn't say it like that but I think you mean what I'm saying is like he's great in ring. I enjoy his matches. And uh like his character is fine. It's it's based off what he is to some degree. Like he's a known marijuana guy and blah blah blah, but like he's just given way too much. Like less is better with a guy like this.
2: Yeah, it's it's very heavy-handed.
1: Like he his when he's talking like no, dude, just shut up. Like all you should be saying is like, like they should be like, what do you think, Riddle? Do you deserve to be the champion? Like he should just be like, sweet, or like something stupid like that. Like yeah, cool, uh, a Spica-
2: a Spicoli yeah. One liner.
1: Just very few words is all we need from you, and that'd be fine. Because like I said, his matches are good. Like I yeah. like I like watching him, but yeah, he, it, it's not working for some reason
2: when he over talks it turns it into a joke like charade i don't like to use this comparison because of truth's talent but i uh, you, yeah. you can compare it to the joke that they make out of our truth like oh this this dumb guy here yeah he, he doesn't know which title he's he's going for
1: yeah <laughs> yeah oh, it is terrible uh, uh, yeah
2: i mean Obviously, Truth deserves a better spot, but he's carved out that role of acceptance. Yeah. You don't want to see Riddle, Matt Riddle, excuse me. You don't want to see young Matthew go into that so early on in his career. Yeah. Because that's that's a career move.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's, like, he's, you only go comedy when the person's. Beringer Brothers Spirit Barrel Aged Wines, the official wine partner of the 2020 CMA Country Christmas presented by ABC, celebrates the holidays with a tacky sweater sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win a CMA Tacky Country Christmas sweater by texting sweater to 467467. No purchase necessary. Message and data rates may apply. Sweepstakes ends December 31st, 2020. Must be 21 or older to enter. See barringerbrothers.com slash tacky sweater for official rules. Void where prohibited. Beringer Brothers Wine. Please enjoy responsibly.
0: Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Capable
1: of doing it successfully. Like, The Rock could be funny. Jericho can be funny. Like, they're actually good at being funny. Yeah. Like, Matt Riddle's not that kind of talent. He's Angle. Angle, yeah. Actually, oh, great example. Fucking. He's the one Angle. he
2: can clown, and then you get in the ring with them, and you still like, damn.
1: Yeah. That,
2: that... That is an Olympic gold medal champion. Yeah,
1: right there. with a, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck.
2: Yeah, that's if said. I re-
1: if I recall.
2: So he can put on a tiny cowboy hat and strum a guitar without yeah. playing anything, and we'll we'll just laugh it up and then continue to praise him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But,
2: but Riddle, not so much. That's a dangerous path you're heading down, buddy.
1: But you're right. That was a great match. What, what was the next one?
2: <clears throat> the second qualifying match was uh Bobby or excuse me, Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley. I liked I liked this match. It's my favorite match of the night, but I didn't like the ending.
1: Keith Lee, Bobby Lashley. Yep. Oh uh uh MVP interfered. Yeah, just when it looked
2: like uh Lee was getting the upper hand. MVP didn't even try to hide it. He just came in uh, and started kicking the shit out of Keith Lee. Like, what What are you doing? You just cost Bobby the championship spot. I thought Bobby should have won for storyline reasons, for the heel-to-face ratio since Riddle won the first match.
1: Yeah.
2: But now we have two faces so far. Two for two on faces. you got Lee and Riddle in the triple threat tomorrow. Okay. So then you get to the main event, which is the third match. And a WrestleMania-worthy match, Eric. Was this match actually at a WrestleMania?
1: <clears throat> who was it? Orton and who? Orton and AJ Styles. Uh, Re- Orton and AJ at WrestleMania. I don't hey, think so.
2: called it WrestleMania-worthy a couple times. And I thought I heard them say... Oh, this is actually a WrestleMania match. Like, inferring that it had happened at WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe I just inserted <clears throat> it. No, I... I it. Excuse me.
1: I don't think so. I mean, you got your binder on you. You could flip back if you want, but... It's, uh... Last year, AJ was in the boneyard. And then... Whew, he had a Cena year for sure. Uh, the, Roy- the, yeah. the year he debuted, I don't think he did, because he was he was super fresh he might not have had a match at all or if he did it was probably not on the you know it wasn't Randy Orton level yeah so no I don't think so He's only, he hasn't been in WWE very long I don't I don't think there's been Randy Orton AJ but I could be wrong
2: well I mean so you have two heelish heelish characters going at each other I guess uh so you're about to have two faces in one heel and I'm, gl- I'm glad that AJ ended up winning this match the fiend was popping in and uh you know distracting and taunting and kind of haunting Randy Orton so to speak so that that kind of fucked with everything and you see that Orton and Bray are gonna have a, uh some sort of feud so AJ wins this and I'm like I say AJ deserves a title slot so Let's get him in that mm. picture. I mean, him, Lee, and Riddle. Come on now. Yeah, you could have done a lot better if it's him, mm. Lashley, or maybe him, Sheamus, and Lashley.
1: Yeah, that could be good.
2: Or him, Lee, and Sheamus.
1: I mean, they're all. I, pre- I would like
2: that much better.
1: Yeah, they are all pretty good though. So, but yeah, Orton, uh, Orton Bray is kind of interesting because they had. Remember, they have a weird history. They were. uh... They had a sneaky tag team run where they were the champions. Do you remember this?
2: Was that before their feud?
1: This is like a... Yeah, yeah before, I think. It's weird. No, it, I, mean,
2: I, I hated both characters at the time, so I probably don't remember it. I mean, I don't remember but I...
1: It's been since we started again, which was what, 2016? Yeah. It's been since then. So fairly recent history, but anyway, so that could be good. <clears throat> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I don't know if they're gonna try and bring back the Sister Abigail storyline. Who knows? I'm, strug- I'm struggling to remember that match. I remember the <clears throat> fire of the house, but I don't remember the match itself. Was it a movie match?
1: Yeah, they did have a, a cinematic match. Remember, it was that. Uh, it was in like Bray Wyatt's trailer. You remember that a one? Wyatt trailer match. That's not what it was called, but yeah, I think it was called the Wyatt Compound or something. Oh, uh, a playoff the Hardy Compound. it was it back in this era? I don't I don't know. It, it it definitely happened though. I remember that. It was kind of fun though. The Hardy one, who was that? It was Matt Hardy versus Bray?
2: Yeah, I believe so.
1: Yeah, that one was a lot of fun too. That was that was a fun ass match. What was that one called? Like, it, according to WWE, like, it had a name. Uh, I'm on it. Maybe, what? Well, yeah, we gotta look at that. Maybe it was Hardy Compound. But I don't know. That that was another fun one, though. That's when he had the lawnmower. The mower of lawns. Yeah. the mower of lawns. Yeah. Uh, our resident film expert and, and Magic Milkman Bork actually has a mower of lawns uh, shirt. That's it's pretty yeah, fucking sick.
2: Uh, Briggs does, too, doesn't he? <laughs> I think he does.
1: <laughs> Random show and filthy casual. That's a major shirt right there. Yeah. The mower of lawns. Anyway, I, I can Google that for us, Jeff. Uh
2: <clears throat> it's looking like the Hardy Compound is what it was called, I guess.
1: Did you find it?
2: Yeah, I mean I'm on I'm on the internet, that's the first thing that's popping up. Uh ultimate deletion? <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting headlines. Headlines yeah. of a bunch of marks.
1: Okay, that's all right. That that was okay. Well, before you go, let's at least figure out. Do you know where? Like, where can we watch that? What pay per view? Shit. I think it was like a weird. No, it wasn't a TLC because that's usually around Christmas. God damn it. We were riding right into fucking Royal Rumble season.
2: Oh, I'll be here before you know it. You'll you'll hear that ticking, talk of the countdown before Christmas Day. I guarantee it. Yep. I don't know. Why is not Wikipedia at the top of the Google search? <laughs> YouTube videos are suggesting like March twenty eighteen. I don't. I don't. I don't know, Eric. All right. I'll, I'll tell the marks to just get on the internet and look it up when they're not on a podcast. I'm crunched for time <laughs> and I'm stressing. I okay. am not a producer and I have not been to pod you.
1: Yeah, we, we are. Have
2: this shoveled on my lap.
1: Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I, I, I really did dump that in your lap, but and we <laughs> and and we are running short on time. But that's a good recap of raw. Unless you got what? What am I missing here? Was there anything else? That's what. That's your big. That's your big story.
2: That's your big story. We got a Hurt Business his New Day uh, feud of Bruin, I believe. Um, and then Asuka and Lana beat Nia and Shayna. That's basically it. The Firefly Funhouse with the Friendship Frog. Okay. Those are my notes. Okay. But SmackDown, Eric. SmackDown is the meat this mm-hmm. week
1: excellent excellent Smackdown highly recommend absolutely excellent it really was it had a lot of different for me and I I didn't write anything down or anything so I just go I go straight from the heart man I'm shooting from the hip and for me it had to be the Bloodline story of course <laughs> as every week and then uh, Sami Zayn, um, versus who the fuck who did he face this week
2: he, uh, faced Daniel Bryan and then yes. he had an encounter later on with, uh, Big E and Apollo Crews. <laughs> yes.
1: E. Yeah, that was, uh... The match was amazing, man. Did you happen to catch all the shit that Sami Zayn was saying during it? During the match?
2: Yeah. No, that was when I was eating my Thanksgiving plate.
1: Oh, he had some He had some unbelievable in-ring discussion. <laughs> he was like... My f- the The... the Okay, so the first great one. There was two great ones. The first great one, he did the classic uh, move where you hold the guy's legs, one one leg in each arm. So like, your body's in between his legs, and you got his left leg and your right arm, and his right arm or right leg and your left arm. You know,
2: the precursor to the walls of Jericho.
1: Yes, the precursor to the walls of Jericho. But then you tighten it up and you get your legs real skinny and you just fall backwards, causing him to launch off of your feet. Yes, that's you know, a classic move. You know this move. Yeah, classic. Uh, so Zane does one of those and he does it real close to the rope. So like, you know, a lot of times they'll launch the guys into the top turnbuckle. Yeah. He didn't do that. He just launched him into oblivion. Like he just landed head face first, you know, on the ground. Jesus. and he gets up and he's just laughing and he looks over at the ref it was the female ref that they have and he looks over at the ref and he's like and you can hear it pretty good you can you can absolutely read his lips but you can even hear it and he's like did you see that I launched his ass <laughs> it, was, it was so good Cause just, I'm just envisioning
2: Zane's face yeah. looking at the ref with a smile
1: yeah did you see that I launched his ass I mean he he wasn't lying the man didn't lie he he launched his ass it was just hilarious seeing that commentary and then uh, he did some other move the second good one like you can hear the the wrestlers can hear the announcers and vice versa in the no crowd scenario you know yeah. And Sami Zayn seems to be the only one who's gonna take advantage of this. Good. <laughs> and he's like he does something, like it wasn't that impressive at all, and of course Corey's on his side, you know, so he's like the strength of Sami Zayn. And then so Sammy hears it and then he just turns over like he's he's beaten to shit, he's like leaning on the ropes and he just turns over and gives a classic like one of these and I'm flexing my arm yeah. right now. Uh, like yeah. a like a Hulk and oh, flex. flex And he's like He's like, it's my strength, and Corey said something else. And he's like, you guys don't talk about my strength enough. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, and again, again, that's great with say
1: because he's got those flabby, pasty-looking <laughs> yeah. arms. Yeah.
2: it's just perfect with this character.
1: It's my strength. You guys don't the talk about my You guys don't talk about my strength enough. And then, and then you gotta give it to uh, you gotta give props to Corey there too because he was he was nailing it too. Yeah. Like, Cole was like, he doesn't look that strong or some stupid comment, you know. And, uh, Corey's like, it's, it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's functional strength, Cole. He's like, it's like old man strength. Like, he's just going off. It was good.
2: (laughs) Zane also came out and said he's, uh, he's anti-Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, and that, that got the crowd booing. I'm like, why? Right, why are you booing? I completely agree with this. This is a bullshit <laughs> holiday for us Americans to just. Feel. This is a, this is the most classic Canadian point of view. Every Thanksgiving, a Canadian comes out and says, "Fuck Thanksgiving."
1: Yeah, it's, and it's, they're perfectly
2: in the right every year.
1: It's it's a good take to have, man. That's that's easy cheese. That's wrestling 101 right there.
2: Whether it's Lance Storm, he who he who shall not be named.
1: Yeah, or Jericho,
2: or Kevin Owens, anyone.
1: Yeah, or even the
2: Canadian Natalia, can come out and say it if she wanted to. Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Come on out, give yeah. us the anti-Thanksgiving speech. I I I crave on it.
1: Do you take uh, match lengths on Raw and SmackDown? No. I was gonna say that that one would have been interesting to see because that was a long ass match.
2: I, I would, but the commercials nowadays always fuck it up.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying you should. That's no, you don't. Whatever, I don't care. I'm just saying, if there was ever one that would be interesting, it would have been that one. Cause like I felt like it was long as shit. I was like, man, they're giving him the Broadway tonight. Like I felt like it was over 20 minutes.
2: Zane and Brian.
1: Yeah. The
2: where's Brian ran out or Zane lured Brian out at the end and he got attacked by Jay. I don't think it seemed that long of a no? match. Maybe I'm tripping.
1: I don't know, I could be wrong.
2: Like I say, I was I was face first on the Thanksgiving plate, so...
1: Yeah. So, at the ending, was that before... Like, at what point in the in the Bloodline story are we at? That's the first time we've seen it? Or... The Bloodline
2: story? No, we started off the night with a Bloodline story. Oh, yeah. Uh, where Jay was coming out and all, all happy. He's going to announce... He was going to introduce Roman, and Roman just cut it off. Yes, like he 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 hit his entrance music and walked down in the middle of Jay's speech, and he's he's pissed off and unhappy with Jay because uh, you know he's like, did I tell you I needed your help at Survivor Series? I didn't, and (laughs) the quote that was really getting me, he's like, you made me feel like a little bitch in the back begging other people for Thanksgiving leftovers. I'm like, what? Where, where did you get that? Where did you make that connection from?
1: Yeah, you, like, who are you talking How about? How are you
2: begging for leftovers? You're still the head of the table, you dumbass.
1: And who are you talking about? Are you talking about homeless people? Like, who's begging for leftovers?
2: I don't know. I was confused <laughs> about the whole thing. I think it was just disrespectful. I did think a way to tie it into the holiday. Yeah. Like, who, and he called himself a little bitch begging for Thanksgiving leftovers.
1: Yeah, I, I that, that part was... A low point of the bloodline feud. I didn't understand. I was so lost. I was like, "If you're having a Thanksgiving, nobody's begging for leftovers. You just get them." Yeah, like go (laughs) fix a plate. Yeah, like what are you talking about? Like it almost seems like you're talking about like homeless people or something Like let's not kick them while they're down. If they're if they're begging for a plate, it was very odd. But anyway, he basically he basically the same thing that's been going on like. Like, you're doing it all wrong, Jay. You know what I mean? You're, you're too yeah. extra. You're going way overboard. Like, you you mean good, but you're a moron. Like, you're... Yeah. Basically.
2: And then he walks out on Jay. And then Jay starts to exit his own. Otis is coming in for some match. And he just attacks Otis with a steel chair out of frustration. sides yeah. his fat ass. Yep. Otis, fuck you and fuck the pack.
1: Oh yeah, fuck the pack.
2: Bring back Tucker. Get rid of the pack.
1: Ducky. Oh shit.
2: I I, I really I... hold what on. What's the issue here? Eric?
1: I gotta I gotta get a uh, cell phone charger. But uh, you, are we in critical. We're we are critical. But uh, you can you can continue or you could you could wait and I'll edit it out. I don't care.
2: Well, I'm expecting the charger. I'm just going to take this moment to say about Heavy Machinery. I'm curious if Vince had this idea from the get-go. If he was just going to bring Heavy Machinery up from NXT to WWE just to somehow keep Otis as the prize hog and just ditch Tucker. Right now we're at the point where Tucker is just he, he's he's a little bitch looking for leftover scraps on Raw right now. Who, Tucky? To, to use Roman, Roman's analogy.
1: And so he, that is Attic? On, he is on Raw?
2: Tucky, yeah, he's on Raw.
1: You don't see him.
2: him, he gets no airtime. Yeah, I haven't even seen him. He wasn't on this week's Raw. But he's on the Raw roster. Tucky. And you might edit this out, I, I don't care, but I was just uh, saying that I'm, I, I was wondering at this week, like, if Vince knew when he brought heavy machinery up from NXT to WWE that there was going to be a split, and he was going to keep the prize hog known as Otis because he's a comedic one, and ditch the hard-working blue-collar man, who's actually not bad on the mic, or, or in the ring,
1: in Tucky. No, he was good. Remember the... I was excited for the Tucky Otis feud. Yo, you remember they had that one episode? Shed on it. What'd you say? Hold on. Yours wasn't working for some reason. Try to talk again. No, it's oh hold on. We s we, we shut you down. Here we go. Uh no, before remember uh there was like the Miz had a, a courtroom scenario. The Miz versus Otis for the uh, money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. And then uh he turned on him. Tucky did.
2: In the courtroom scenario?
1: Yeah. And then the the, I think one oh, of the oh yeah he did he was he was
2: on the stand one day yep
1: and then uh, I think on draft night or one of those nights there was uh, it would have been a draft night because they were both in the same locker room and uh, it was good man Otis was yelling at him like I was super excited and then they split him up like with the brand split and now I don't know what Tucky's doing he's not on the fucking Hulu cut I'll tell you that much.
2: Right? No, he's not on any cut, Eric. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> he's on the dark match cut. That that doesn't even exist either.
2: WWE main event if he's lucky.
1: He's that I don't I don't think they do that because of the no crowd. Like there's no fucking house shows either.
2: I think they I think it, they still do.
1: Still do what?
2: I think they still do main event. You think? Yeah. I don't know this for a fact.
1: And they might. I mean, you're probably right. There's time to fill, so um there's
2: low card spots that need to learn
1: right, so we're at about 56 minutes, Jeff. where are we at on the bloodline story?
2: <clears throat>
1: oh we uh, yes, so he beats the shit out of Otis, then he yep. what's the next? when's the next time we see him? He goes back to Roman.
2: Time we see him, uh, KO. Well, KO thwarted off the attack. Oh, yes, of uh, Daniel Bryan. That's the next time we see him. So, this is during the Intercontinental Championship, Zane versus Bryan, that we were talking about. It was Zane lures Bryan backstage, and Zane sneaks back into the ring for a 10 count a la what I used to do on Raw's Roar on PlayStation. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That's the only way to win, because it's too hard to win via pinfall. So you just hit the triangle button to make him chase you around the outskirts of the ring, and then when that nine-count hits, you slip back in. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so today's attacking Daniel Bryan in the back in Gorilla, or one of those type of rooms, and KO comes to Bryan's aid. Uh, Jay shoes off, and KO gives chase. After commercial, we see Jay back with Roman, and KO comes up. Uh, what, what does he say?
1: He says like
2: he's basically just telling. He's like, you're bringing your ego trip and your family bullshit into SmackDown, and the, this aggression cannot stand. Like you can have your family fight and all this crap. You can have your little head of the table crap don't bring it into wrestling
1: yeah and he also he also like made it a point to say like family's supposed to be a big deal to you and this is how you treat your family yeah like he kept angling for that as well
2: yeah <clears throat> and uh basically he walked away and roman tells jay fix that
1: yeah yeah he says he's not scared of you fix that
2: Yeah. So we have a KO versus J main event that was fantastic. Yes. <clears throat> uh, the match itself was a good match. Uh, J was working KO's arm the entire time, so KO's basically one arm in it. You can still stun her with one arm, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you Fun can. Fun
2: fact for all you filthy casuals. Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, and then i I'll just ruthlessly... Jay just ruthlessly uses a chair to get disqualified. He doesn't care about the outcome of the match. He's trying to uh, fix that, as Roman yeah. would
1: say. He's trying to re- unleash hell on this fucking Kevin Owens.
2: Well, this plan just straight backfires on him, Eric. Because all of a sudden, K.O. gets a hold of the chair, and he's just smacking the shit out of Jay's back with this chair. He's going to-, to town, and then he's talking to the camera. He's just calling Roman out. He's like, huh? How about your family, huh? You want to come help your family? I'm sitting right here. Then by the end of the end of the night, the sign off. He's calling Roman. Did he actually call him a little bitch?
1: I don't think so.
2: <laughs> okay, well he's basically implying that. And then he he takes the steel chair that he's using on Jay, and he just pops it open, sits down at the head of the announce table, and slams his slams his hands down. He's like I'm right here at the head of the table. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. The metaphor is great. He's just he's, <clears throat> he's trolling Roman. It's fan. I, I love this. Oh, love it's this so weird.
1: it's great, dude. And and to your point about the stunner, that's how he gained control. Is that yeah? I I remember, he did a cu- yeah. He did a couple of things and like I think J- I think Jimmy tried to hit him with a chair and he ducked out and that caused for a perfect when uh, Jay turned around. KO. I think I threw in Jimmy there somewhere, but he did, he did not exist in the match. Let's no, be, Jimmy's
2: still on vacay. Let's be
1: very clear. He wasn't Survivor Series, remember? Was he? Yeah, because he was like he was like hyping Jay up, like no, nah, you're all good, man. You held it down, like you were the last guy on the team. You were. Yeah. The he was like you're all good, blah blah blah, and then of course Roman's like not happy, yeah, and, and he says you you he tells jimmy to fucking kick rocks and then yeah. he, and then he tells jay like why don't you go find your brother and get the hell out of my arena so right now i i just wanted to, like cuz that could be a part of the story like jimmy's going to be a part of the story at some point oh yeah so right, so right now he's like still on jay's side and he's probably going to turn to like like to, trying to get him out of there like what are you doing man like you you with roman like he don't care about family or however they'll go. But, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's how he got. He, he reversed the momentum with a stunner, a one-handed stunner. Yeah.
2: And normally around the holidays, they go with a predictable, easy feud, like Roman versus some fucking chump.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: you know, for the title. Yeah. Even with the, And they, they try and get you with the fireworks of TLC, and then they give you a poor quality, predictable match. Mm-hmm. I mean, this still could be a predictable match, but it's Roman and KO. And the fact that Roman is a heel, and KO is a face, it, it blows my mind thinking about could yeah. you predict that shit two years yeah,
1: ago? Yeah, out of everything you we You have know. like
2: a full-on heel Roman and a full-on Stone Cold Stunner and KO face, and they're going <laughs> toe-to-toe yeah. with this this type of theater, yeah, it's
1: phenomenal, and it's great to introduce Ko as like the next, like few you know, the next placeholder until this thing boils over, because he's great. He's great on the mic as well. Like, oh yeah. like one of the best. So that's a great fucking decision.
2: Yeah. No, <laughs> the story the storyline's skyrocketing.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's going
2: nowhere but up
1: It really is We talk a lot of shit about the old wrestling writers But they're on to something with this bloodline feud But also Also the fucking the, uh, The talent is a big part of it Yeah A huge part Like they're making this work And all those idiots All those All you IWC marks That said that there wasn't enough Paul Heyman I'm just I'm gonna keep telling you how wrong you are
2: he's like salt pepper right now sprinkle him on a little little here and a little there
1: he is the perfect seasoning he doesn't even have to talk he just stands there and looks at Jay like what have you done what are you what are you thinking yeah what are you doing like you're not following the head of the table here Jay like he's (laughs) just so disappointed in him it's so great But yeah, I mean,
2: if if we get that in a TLC match, which is a possibility with the TLC pay-per-view coming up... Yeah. That would be a phenomenal match. Yeah. And this TLC pay-per-view is going to be like Survivor Series where it's like the Sunday before Christmas. Yeah. So, just so you know, don't expect it too early in the holiday season. It's It's smack dab.
1: Yeah. It's
2: like the 21st or something like that.
1: I still, like... So that was that was pretty much SmackDown, right? Before we,
2: uh, besides our shit talking that we had earlier about the Mysterio
1: family, no. yeah, that's probably we're over the Mysterios. Yeah, my favorite part was when Baron Corbin was like, "So that's <laughs> it? After one little victory, you guys are one big happy family? What a joke!" And I <laughs> and I couldn't agree more
2: it really is I'm like, like all of a sudden Murphy's yeah. just in loving arms
1: like seriously dude we just we've been watching this feud like I, I never took the time to look when this started but it's been a long time
2: August or July probably
1: yeah and it's like and then in a matter of days Buddy Murphy's accepted into the family it's like what a joke Corbin I agree um but, but anyway so yeah we're, we'll just say we don't like it cause we're out of time but yeah. I, do, I do want to know where uh, what, are you, what are your feelings on WrestleMania right now?
2: As far as
1: like what is who is Roman facing?
2: Who man
1: Because the, the, the IWC likes to say the rock, but because that's just fantasy booking, you know, but for me at this point, I mean yeah, the rock versus Roman would be awesome but it's like he's old he's not ring ready like dude I think it needs to be just Roman versus Jay like that's good enough for me like that could be a much better match
2: they would have to yeah I mean they're definitely pushing Jay on that main event status you see he has entrance artwork now like the, the camera does
1: oh the graphics
2: yeah the graphics
1: don't get me started. I am not a fan of the graphics.
2: I'm no. not huge on it. I'll take it or leave it. It makes it look fancy, but.
1: Sometimes, some of the ones they do, I'm like, okay. And then other ones, I'm like, you have got. I mean, Matt Riddle's are a pair of slides. Like, you know, his signature slides that he kicks into the crowd. There's just a pair of slides That's rotating. That's no, it doesn't look cool. Like, if somebody's got a cool logo or something, okay.
2: Chancleta, Eric. Yeah. If they're chancletas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Throwing throw them at a bitch, <laughs> yeah, baby child. Yeah, a fucking whizzing. Is What was it called? A chancleta? Yeah, chancleta. Just fucking whizzing it's through Spanish the air. for sandal. Yeah, just whizzing through the air. Uh, but no, for right now, I don't know. Like, yeah, the rock Roman, that's got a lot of buzz and that's what they like to do for Mania, so if the Rock is game, I'm sure that will that would happen. But, uh, I don't know, dude, for me, Jay, they could make that thing boil over to just another Jay and Roman match that could be amazing.
2: I just thought of this without really, um, putting much mustard behind it. But, uh, and they would have to start planting seeds soon, and they could wait till Rumble for it, but a uh, heel Roman versus a face Rollins could be a Wrestlemania title match
1: yeah
2: like R- Rollins takes a break from now until Rumble focuses on the newborn WWE puts a whole lot of publicity out with the uh, Lynch Rollins child or the Knox whatever R- what's, what's Rollins last name
1: um what in real life yeah I don't know. He used to go by Tyler Black. I don't know what his real name is.
2: <laughs> Vince would have shortened that to Black. You're Black now.
1: Tyler Black is the most indie wrestler name ever, ever thought of.
2: It is. But yeah, if if, Roll- if like they just put out PR and then Rollins comes back as a, a face dad. As daddy. He, yeah, he's just like reborn with with his with his baby boy. Or ba- is it a baby boy or a baby girl?
1: I think it's a boy, and his name's uh Col- Colby. I don't know how to pronounce. I don't know how the guys pronounce that name, but uh, Colby uh, Lopez.
2: Colby Lopez.
1: Yep. It's
2: a wild name. Anyway, like yeah, if he comes back, face, and wins the rumble, boom, Roman Rollins, the feud reignited. Sure. On yeah. the other foot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but I'd, I want it to be Bloodline.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. They they can. I just don't know if Jay would. Uh... I mean, Jay's made huge progress in the little time that he's been in the main event scenario, so like a couple months. Yeah. So that, that's definitely a possibility. I think it would just have to be a, a bigger name than that. Like you said, maybe Roman Rock, because that falls in the Bloodline, like, kind of.
1: Well, yeah, I think it could. It could. It could be, the rock. Like if rock oh yeah, if he,
2: rock came in. He's like, you think you're head of the table? Yeah, who made I'm you? Making billions of fucking yeah. dollars in Hollywood.
1: Right? Oh, that's that's the story, and that's why it's so easy. Because it's real. Is he comes in and says, "Wait, who made you the head of the table?" <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like that's that's it's, it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, who made you the head of the table? <laughs> it's that fucking easy, dude. That's why I think, that's why the the IWC thinks it's going to happen, but, like, that would be amazing, I get it, but, like, I don't know how old The Rock is, I know he's in great shape, but they always say, Jeff, it's that ring shape, you know? And then, for
2: some reason, some of these IWC marks shit on him when he comes back, like last time when he came back to WrestleMania with the fire cannon, people just shed all over that.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't don't know, when's the last time we saw him actually wrestle? It's been a long time. Before our time So he's 48 So he's definitely capable And like And obviously he's in shape But There's that ring shape That everybody talks about But if he knew he's doing it Like if he knows right now That he's doing it And he's training I mean that Yeah that could be sweet
2: He's just such A high energy wrestler You would hope that He still has that energy At 48, 49
1: Yeah Yeah but, I mean, comparatively, like, a lot of guys can still be pretty good at 48. Oh, I mean, absolutely. AJ, AJ Styles is pretty old. He's older than you'd think. He's close.
2: And he's putting on artwork out there, basically.
1: Yeah, he is. Or, no, I'm lying. He He's he's 43. That's, that's a different ballgame.
2: Yeah, early 40s, late
1: 40s. Yeah, so I don't know. Well... Anyway, Jeff, we will continue to keep an eye out on the Bloodline story and predict this WrestleMania main event.
2: Absolutely, and you can't forget about Drew McIntyre.
1: Yeah, I'm going to look that up, Drew McIntyre.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's when he's explaining the
1: tournament. Like when they're all in the ring?
2: No, no, no. When On the third backstage interview, when he finally says that there's going to be uh, three matches tonight and the winner will face Drew McInfart, Drew McIntyre. It's quick and sneaky, but it's definitely a back and forth.
1: Oh, it's great.
2: Alright,
1: <laughs> all right. right Jeff, we'll let you go to work. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, night night. Night
2: night.
1: <laughs> but now I don't it's understand. The... no I don't, no, start I don't understand. Good. Huh? Okay.
0: As things change, other things stay the same.